Hey, while we have you, um, since you won't be around for the big race, well, who do you like in the Travers? Have you looked at it yet? Oh, I, I have a lot to say about Traver. I hope early voting gets on the lead for Chad Brown, and he doesn't get strangled. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had to buy some racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post. Make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one side to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all all of your leads, racingdudes.com for all of your bets, racingdudes.com as good as it gets. What is up? I'm Fred Welch, he's Aaron Halfman, and look who we have with us tonight, Saratoga Slim. This is Blinkers Off. What's up, dudes? Travers Week, my favorite week of the year. I mean, I'm, it's uh, 1030 your time. I'm, I'm thankful that you're up, but you are drinking White Claws, so that's, a, that's, a, that's key. Hydration is important. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it, man. I was up early in the morning interviewing Richie Striker, Rich Striker, <laughs> Kentucky Derby winner. I stopped by his stall, and I saw my man Ain't Life Grand for Kelly Von Hamel. That's up on the website, the vlog. So check that out after this. But we're going to give you all the Travers information all night long here, baby. That's yeah, why it, I it, all night it, long. Does <laughs> that ever happen to you, though? All night long? No, I usually pass it out. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Halterman? Do you just want to sit back and, and, and watch the show? You like I'm going to? Yeah, the last time I was on uh, with Slim uh, on a horse racing show, I think it was him and Samich talking about the pace, and I was just kind of chilling back here, and that's what I figure I'll do tonight, just kind of chill out, you know. Uh, if anybody wants my opinions, they can get the guide, and y'all can just have a little discussion tonight. But no, seriously, uh, my my most favorite thing we've ever done on the website, you did it today, Slim, and that was a video with the Von Hemels. That was awesome. It was so nice. I mean, I've talked to Kelby on Twitter for i don't know five six seven years at this point and to meet him finally i said either i was going to go to oakland and visit you guys or the von hemels were going to have a horse in the travers and whatever happened first is when i was going to meet them and lo and behold they have a horse in the travers and they said they were only going to come for the big ones so meeting them today was awesome if you didn't know kelby von hemel did like the first video on the racing dudes youtube of him shoeing a horse i mean it was from eight ten years ago right <laughs> it's it's honestly uh, uh we'll get into the race but from uh just that aspect of it i've been texting an alter and i back and forth all, all week really all month because we've been hoping that this horse goes to the travers people don't i don't know if people realize like we're we're like family friends with the von Hebels. i mean they're the first people that gave us any kind of feeling of like hey you guys are oh you know like the racing dudes are something 
And at that time, it was Donnie, you know, and then Kelly just so happened to be like, like, oh, we kind of know Kelly from Prairie Meadows. Then we got introduced to Kelby. And of course, we became friends. Hell, Halter and I were at his wedding. Well, the, the first wedding. Um, but we were, we, we, we were there. Uh, and, you know, so like that, it's just hard to believe that we've always said like, man, Kelly just had like a really solid horse. Like he could win big races and it's amazing. I'm just, I'm going to be so nervous before this race. I don't care what, I don't even care what odds he is. And I don't care who he's facing. I'm just so pumped that he's in the race. It's going to be, this is going to be an epic uh, Travers. Yep. I mean, how many, how many nights and hot springs and, and, and Prairie Meadows, Altoona, Iowa of Kelby and I and you and, uh, whoever else with us get drunk and dream about the day where they when they're in the Travers or the Derby or something like that, and you know it's we've known him for ten years and and that hasn't happened, but uh, it's going to happen Saturday, and it's just as it as we build to it, it's like holy shit, like yeah, Saratoga Slim did interview Kelly on the backside of the Travers, and they are running. I know, right? Express Saratoga, and they're running a horse. So I mean, I, I it's, see it's this. amazing that they're there. This is this is going to just be special, no matter what. Hell, if he runs eighth out of eight, I don't really care because you know he earned it. He, he we Slim and I were talking before we got on air. He beat Conager in the Iowa Derby. He got a 98 buyer. Yeah. Fits. Kevin B says it right here. I heard some analysts dismissing him. Conager is the seven to two second choice in the other three-year-old grade one on the card. And this board, this this horse beat Conager. I know it's a different distance sprints, but whatever. You have the top uh, 15 three-year-olds running in those two races and this horse that's 20 to one on the morning line and Travis beat the seven to two horse in the jerkin so just just stop I mean he he deserves to be here if no horse ever deserves to be in these big races then you guys could keep on complaining about the five horse fields because this guy's taking a shot yeah, right and you right <laughs> that's just it Slim you, you nailed it it's like these are the same people that bitch about the five horse fields and then a horse that they say doesn't fit comes and they want to bitch about that too. It's like, what do you want? There's three races or three events. I, in my opinion, that it doesn't matter. I wouldn't say it doesn't matter if you don't fit, but like it, it just like the Derby, the Breeders' Cup, and the Travers. If you can run in those races, you do. And and forget the fact that well, heck, Richie Stryker proved that right. But forget the fact that it doesn't matter, uh, or you know that you might have a chance to win or not. Those are huge. I mean, you, those are massive events. To say you have a horse in the Travers, if you're an owner of that horse, you say, you'll tell people that forever. You know, it's, it's the it's same Travers, the same crop. A lot of these horses just lost an eighty to one shot in the biggest race of the year. So why not give it a shot? So good luck to Devon Hamels for sure. Yeah, yeah. We we will touch. Obviously, we got a ton to talk about this race, and I, I love to see that there's a ton of comments already flying up here. Um, thank you everybody tuning in live. If you, if you don't tune in live, make sure you go to our YouTube page and follow us. So you get alerted when we do go live, um, for all these big events, we'll be, of course, be doing a ton of content, tons of live. We do the live show on Saturday. We'll be us three. will be at the track on Saturday, but some of the guys will be doing live shows and we'll be tuning in, jumping on there when we can. We're going to talk Travers. This, I mean, nothing, nothing fancy here. We're going to give preview, uh, do a preview and give picks for Saturday's $1.25 million Run happy Traverse Stakes at Saratoga, and we're going to give some lock-it-up selections for the undercard stakes action. Who do we like most on the undercard? Who who can't lose on the undercard, and how we're going to play some of these sequences? We'll get into all that up next. Let's go!
man. I'm gonna be. I'll be. I'll just. I'll be so nervous. I mean, let's, I know Slim will be uh, before this race. Yep. It's just you know, it's like having your own horse in the race. Basically, I mean, I just want. You know, I. I'll be honest. Looking at it, like it's like yeah, I don't think he can win, but like Slim said, he fits. Like in a in a way, like he fits. He sh- it's not like he should not. It's like you look at him like, oh, there's no way he should be in this race. I mean, he ran a nice race in the I- Iowa Derby. And like I said, beat a good horse that's it <laughs> second choice in a grade one race on the undercard. And I don't I don't see how he doesn't fit. No, I mean, I looked at his time form. He's, uh, you know, he's faster on time form figures alone than uh, I think three or four of the horses. So, I mean, yeah, he's right in the middle. I think he's in the middle of the group. And I, I mean, we'll talk about it, I guess. But yeah, I mean. Listen, if you're if, if you're gonna bitch about people entering races in 2022, especially stakes races up here in Saratoga where we've gotten five, then I, I don't really know what to tell you. I agree. Yeah, lots of lots of locks coming in here. I love it. Uh, tech analysis, uh, Latruska, Jackie's Warrior, um, all very good answers. We'll get into what we we're thinking mm-hmm. there um, on the undercard. It, it's it, it's got everything. I mean, so you have some of the shorter fields. Um, but they're obviously very good horses. And then you have some tough races like this, eight horse fields that are, you know, the sword dancer before this is insanely tough. Um, we were talking before we hopped on there, like you could, you you'd easily could see seven, <laughs> like seven or eight horses winning that thing. Um, it's a tough ass race. So it's a great two sequences, the way they split it up. They're off in the Travers Saturday at Saratoga, the main event of the meet one of the main events all year long race 11 the run happy traverse stakes 1.25 million dollars on the line for three girls going a mile and a quarter and this is the midsummer collapse midsummer derby as as magic says i wish they would have a race for three-year-olds in the summer (laughs) that is like the kentucky derby (laughs) and they do thankfully they do now the the traverse field of eight and guys i mean i don't need to tell you this is this is what we look forward to every summer. And like I say, it is the Midsummer Derby because you have the Derby and it's early in the year. And now you kind of have started to see what these three-year-olds are about. We're looking for that one big three-year-old that kind of take, take shape. Epicenter at seven to five, obviously is the, is the leading candidate for that. But dude, it's locked. It's just loaded. Cyberknife, Rich Strike. You got the Derby winner. You got Eight Life Grant. We talked about him, Gilded Age. Atorius, the Curlin winner. Epicenter, of course, the Jim Dandy winner. Early Voting, the Preakness winner. And Zanon, the Bluegrass winner. The horse that just seems like he's not quite good enough. Maybe he can finally break through. Fellas, how are we feeling about the Travers? We're feeling good. Right, Slim? Great field. I mean, great field of eight here. If you hit the try here, you should make some money. That's, you know, when I look at this, this is a race where I want to hit the trifecta every year. And I mean, it's going to be tough to beat Epicenter. I think he's going to get the jump on a lot of these horses. I don't think he's going to be in the back of the field like he was in the Jim Dandy. He has shown that early speed. The Jim Dandy is always a weird race. It's a four horse field. So him dropping out of it. That's not really indicative of what he'll be doing here. And him chasing down early voting is going to be how the race kind of sets up on the far turn. And 
he should get back past him. Will anyone else be coming is really the key as I see the pace breaking down here. But early voting really looks like the early speed to set the pace in this race. Epicenter, Artorias, Ain't Life Grant should all be in that next group. Cyberknife also. And then in the back, you'll see Zandon and Richie Stryker most likely. Unless they do something crazy. Unless one of these horses, like Rich Strike, they just say, put Rich Strike on the lead. Or something crazy happens. Ain't Life Grand just goes straight to the lead. I could... I don't think anyone's going to do anything too crazy like that. So it's expected that early voting will be on the lead and we'll see who's going to be chasing them down. I, I think the big key is going to be what early voting do we get in this race? Because once again, he looks like he's going to be uh, loose on the lead somewhat. I do think Cyberknife will come up there and try to challenge uh, a bit, but I don't think he's quite as fast naturally as early voting. I saw a couple people in the chat saying, I don't know what to do with early voting, this, that. I'm going to tell you what I saw that day when I was there on Jim Dandy's day. I saw a horse that had very little interest in being there. He he just he just looked awful from the very start. Um, his head, he never lifted it the whole time. Paddock, walking to the paddock, on the track. Physically, he just looked terrible. I, I just can't imagine him looking that bad. I, I just feel like in this race, you know, we're going to see a horse that, that that just looks a little bit more ready to run. And I think that's what makes early voting really dangerous because people are going to look at that and go, and I get it. If you're just looking at the past performances, you're just looking at what happened. You watch that race. You're like, well, this horse, this horse is terrible. Like he had a loose on the lead in the Jim Dandy. He had no excuse and he faded. Trust me, if you had seen him that day in the in person, he didn't, he just wasn't himself. I think he could bounce back. Long story short here, I think that's the most dangerous of the Chad Browns. He's the highest price, and he's got the best pace advantage. I think I think he's going to be dangerous. I do think the race runs through Epicenter, though, without any doubt. He zoomed past early voting last time out and all the rest of them. I just think he's the one to beat by a big-time margin in here. So I'm really interested in Epicenter, and I really think early voting is going to bounce back. This – I don't know. I, the the more I looked at this race, it just felt like, you know, this is the race Epicenter uses to kind of forgive the the somehow somehow loss in the Derby and forgive the bad trip and the loss in the Preakness. Like this feels like this is his big. You know, it's still a horse that has not won a Grade One race. It's kind of you know, Asmussen has alluded to that. Um, like it's just, it seems. Hard. He's like he can't even believe this horse hasn't won a Grade One race, and here we are sitting at the Travers, a Grade One. I, I think this horse is loaded, and, and Slim, I know you've you've obviously talked to Aspies and you, you you've you've uh, seen the horse you know at up there this year, but it's you know it seems like the Jim Dandy was like a seventy five percent version of what we're going to see. I believe we're going to see a career high buyer from Epicenter on Saturday. And that's honestly why I do these interviews early in the meet to try to get an idea of what these guys are looking into. And Asmussen said to me, a lot of people commented when Asmussen said to me, oh, the Jim Danny is just a prep. The Travers is a target. The Travers is our target. He knows if he wins the Travers, he wins three-year-old of the year. And that's what it, it's going to be tough to, to hold back epicenter he will be in my 
exact of play with the other horse I'll be talking about soon. But I do want to talk a little things uh, before we got off the pace. There was a couple of good uh, comments. Kevin had a good one. Slim, have you factored in the Ortiz brothers sandwiching Epicenter and taking him out? Very good theory. I love these theories that these guys are coming up with. When you see a race and you've been thinking about it for the last month, and then you see the, the draw come out and you see Irad on Artorius in the five, early voting in the seven with Jose Ortiz up in Epicenter in between them. Hey, why won't they try to take him out? And then there's a third Chad to the outside of all of them, Zandon. <laughs> might, they might take him out, squeeze him, and then Zandon will ride him into the rail. <laughs> you know, why not? If you have three Chad Browns, take out the best horse, take out the favorite. You got them surrounded on all sides. So I could definitely see that happening. <laughs> it's not the first time you've seen a seen something uh, of that magnitude happen in a $1.25 million race. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the first we always saw it with epicenter in terms of just, you know, the Derby, not necessarily a bad trip. The Preakness obviously was awful. It got squeezed early and then, you know, was had to do, not only did he have to, you know, weave around and go up the rail and try, you know, come running late. He had to try to run down a horse or like early voting who ran a huge race that day. I, the more I looked at it too, the that I think I agree with Halterin that early voting does seem like from the Chad Brown barn, and and I love Artorias, and I you know Alter, I tried to talk Alterman into Artorias this morning, and just the more you dive into him, I think he's I I definitely think he could win because I, I, I do think he's extremely talented. It's just this is a huge huge leap for him from that race in the Curlin to this. I, although he shows a ton a ton of upside, he's got to improve that buyer big time. Early voting loose on the lead. I guess Halterman will be able to see him in the flesh, right? And see if uh, if we need to make sure we play him or not. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's going to be a big key uh, for us that are going to be live track. We'll try to tweet it out too. I tweeted it out Jim Danny today. I was like, look, for what it's worth, he looks awful. I, you know, I, I'm not an expert on that, but I've been around horses enough now to know when one doesn't look great. Yeah, you know, you talk about Atorius. A lot of people are, are, are mentioning Atorius. Here's, here's – Here's my problem with him. He simply is going to have to improve a ton to, to get the job done from a speed figure standpoint. When I look at him, like I was there on curling day, I thought, wow, he is something. This is a serious player. But the time didn't come back great. That field was really bad that he defeated. Now, he beat him easy, so I'm not, I'm not knocking the win. But the bottom line is, from a speed figure standpoint, Ain't Life Grant is faster than Artorias when it comes to time form numbers. I don't know what the buyers look like, but, and that's like, I don't know that he can improve that much. Do I think he's actually going to improve in this race? I do. I'm just afraid he can't improve enough. Like, can he get underneath for me? Maybe, but I don't know that he can win. Uh, that's where it was. I mean, I, I'm not going to be shocked. I think he is an up and comer. Like some of the comments, I kind of agree. Like he, he looks awfully good. Boy, he's going to have to improve big time from a speed figure standpoint. Um, a horse we haven't mentioned yet. How dangerous is Cyberknife in this situation? I mean, I, I am one that brings it up every year. Winning the Haskell and then winning the Travers is yeah. very difficult to do. Point Given was the last horse to do it. But that being said, to me, he put it all together in the Haskell. I'm not a big workout guy at all. But whoa, as he woke up in the mornings after that win, I don't know. I feel like he might be coming on 
at the right time, he's going to be a little bit dangerous too. I'm, I'm torn with him just because I I hate the seven to two. Like I, yeah, I, I do too. I'm not I'm not re- I'm not ready to get on board with seven to two with Cyberknife yet. But I yeah. do agree that it's and it's Brad Cox. He's look he's looking to do it again, right? Two years in a row, won the race last year with essential quality. Slim thoughts on Cyberknife. Do you think? I mean, is he? Is he a real is he a real deal? Like is he kind of put it all together like Halsburn's alluding to? Or do you think maybe we're we're gonna he's gonna maybe see a wall a little bit whenever they hit the top of the stretch? Well, I'll use Nick Feldman's comment to kick off my response about Cyberknife. If I was going to pick a horse to surprisingly be on the lead, it would be Cyberknife, Nick wrote to us. He's in the one hole. He doesn't have to mess around. And I think Cyberknife is the real question mark in the early pace. He could go to lead. He could be in fifth. There's really it's really tough to decide where he's gonna be, but I might try to get my man Flo the Jock to talk to me a little bit. See what he's thinking leaving from the rail on Cyberknife. Uh if it's the one horse that I'm gonna try to play against, it might be him and it might be to my own detriment. I don't love the rail. He's gonna have to do something from there to get good position. I mean I saw a guy from the rail. He's right behind me on my wall. His name was Arrogate. He started from the rail. This horse ain't Arrogate, I don't think. But you got to kind of make a move like that. Uh, from the rail, Marla asks, does post position have much impact? If you know Saratoga race course, at the eighth pole, they'll be setting up the gate. The eighth pole is way down the end of the grandstand. So they have the really the whole grandstand to the turn. So with eight horses, there should be no issues with any post position impact here. But I'll tell you this Cyberknife leaving from the rail. He's going to have to get position. If he wants to be on the lead, maybe he is the horse that duels early voting early. If that happens, I'd be happy because if they duel each other a little bit and both of them drop out of it, I'm interested in others. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think he's, he's one of those that you're going to have, there's a few in here to my, in my opinion, that you're going to really want to watch the prices on to see where their value lies. And if they're, if they're overlays, underlays that kind of, because if cyber and I were to float up a little bit, he becomes a lot more interesting to me, you know, um, just because I do think he's got some, I mean, this is the Arkansas Derby winner. This is the Haskell winner. Um, Obviously, if he wins this race, he's he's gone from a horse that you kind of forgot about to a horse that's just pulled off that double. Um, all right, I want to go to another horse here that uh, see. I think it's like maybe the hottest. He's the hot button horse of the race, no doubt about it. It's really the hot button horse since uh, the first Saturday of May, and that's number two, Rich Strike, makes his return to the track after a not so good after effort following up his. Uh, his 80 to one win, it, you know, in the Belmont, he finished six, beaten 13 and a quarter links. No factor whatsoever. Just was not even in the race. Really. I, I did the preview for, or I did the kind of the, the inside of rich strike on the YouTube page. What do you do with him? I mean, he's, he's, he's an enigma because it's like you, there's no reason he should have won the Derby, but yet he did win the Derby and he looked awesome doing it. He beat a bunch of horses that are in this field 
I mean, do you is it one of those that you you definitely don't play like to win or any of your exactest tries, that kind of thing, but you might throw him in your pick fours, pick fives just because shit, if he doesn't win the thing, and maybe what price are you willing to play him? Well, I know Halterman's I know Halterman's Halterman's a thousand. Halterman, I know Halterman's at a thousand. At least last week Halterman was at a thousand. Yeah, he's 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 not gonna be on any of my tickets, and I would need a thousand to one to play him to win. I mean, that's 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 where I'm at with him. Listen, I, I think there are reasons that he runs better. He's back to a mile and a quarter. I think that's good. He's drawn inside, and I don't think they're gonna take him off the rail, you know, this time and you know, if there is some truth to that and he likes to run inside, then then he might run a little bit better. I can't tell you, though, the inside part of the dirt track at Saratoga has not been good. Uh, horses that are rallying up the inside are having trouble. Uh, if you're watching any of the races on the dirt at Saratoga, they're about six wide. The front the front runners usually four, four, five, six wide when they turn for home trying to stay off that part of the track. But again, I, I don't have any interest in him. You know, um, he, he's always just going to be a fluke to me until he he proves it again. Um, I don't have anything against you know the owner, the trainer, the jockey, anything like that. But we're talking about betting right now, and I, I can't take him. And there's no way I could take him at ten to one. I got I got to I got to get this one up. Oh no, that's oh here it is. And Rich hmm. Strikes Dad won this race. Yep. So I got two horses. I got my Travis posted over here, and I got two horses. I got Keen Ice, and I got Arrogate 2015 and 2016. I was there for both of them. And when Keen Ice won, that was the biggest upset I ever saw until I saw Rich Strike. So <laughs> win the Derby. Uh, but, yeah, Rich Strike, I can't play him. The pace is not going to heat up in this race. So I think all three closers might be up against it. I like Zandon. But I think if he's coming from off of it, he, I don't know if he's going to be as close as he was in the Jim Dandy. And also with the other closed Gilded Age, I sort of liked them coming into the race. But now seeing the pace makeup of it, I think I'm going to pretty much be playing against most of the closers. If, uh, if Nest was in this race, would you pick her? Yes. Yep. Okay. I picked her to win the Belmont Stakes. I really thought she could have beat Modonagle and she should have that day. So I, I think a mile a quarter, she's the best mile a quarter horse. I, out of these horses, I don't know who's the best mile and a quarter horse. We'll see. We'll see on Saturday for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess we'll find out. We're about, you know, cause I guess we, we, this is a huge point for these three-year-olds. Um, we still don't know. I mean, we really don't have a, a clear, uh, you know, I guess we have a leader in the clubhouse, but we don't really have a clear eclipse winner right now in the three-year-old department. So there's a lot, a lot of uh, you know, you know, a lot of things to kind of settle here. And obviously, a bunch of these horses that would point to even though this is not a winner in uh, for the classic. I saw Halterman had a, some questions about that on Twitter this week because it's like, why is the Haskell a winner in and this isn't? But plenty of these horses will be. Uh, we'll be pointing to the classic. Yeah. Nest over epicenter. Mike Somish wants to know, Hey Mike. Yeah, I, I would, you know, you, you think about what Nest did in the Belmont and Slim said he, she probably it, it could have for sure should have. I mean, it's debatable, but it would have been very close with a different trip. You know, you think about that and, and boy, you know, when we lost Mo Donegal to injury this year, uh, you know, it was upsetting, but we didn't think much of it. Now after Nest has done what she's done, Mo Donegal very well could have been the best three-year-old, you know, and could have could have turned into that and then, well, you know, didn't get to prove it, obviously. But, yeah, I, I do think Nest 
is a tad bit better um, than Epicenter, but Epicenter, it, the ball's on his court right here, right? We saw what Ness looked like. We've seen that. Um, and now it's Epicenter's uh, turn to say, no, 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 I'm actually a little bit better. You know, if Epicenter runs like he did in the Jim Dandy, it ain't going to be a problem, I don't think. I, I, I really think he's a cut ab above the rest of these when he runs his best race. The flip side of it and why people are going to want to try to beat him and why I can't blame anybody, he has lost raises. He should not have lost. He's done it three times. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, he, he lost to that, that dumb horse at, at fairgrounds earlier in the year. You never should have lost to him. And then he, he never should have lost to Rich Strike. He had no excuse in that race. And, you know, he lost fair and square to early voting. I know people are going to argue and say, oh, the trips or the fresh horse, this or that. Early voting just kind of stomped that field that day. So he's lost the horses he shouldn't lose before. And so I think that's why people are a little bit nervous about him. And I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, hey. To me, this is a huge. I, I get that it's like it's, it's, there's still a lot of year left, and you know it, he certainly will be in a lot of big races. But to me, this is a huge race for Epicenter. Like it's time, and it's a tough field, but it's time to like break through. I saw a comment earlier. It's like he's been kind of stuck in that. You know, his last four efforts have been 100, 102 buyer. Yeah. He's right there in that. I mean, he runs really well, but maybe you know, the two races, the Preakness and the Derby just wasn't didn't like you said just didn't quite get her done it's time man like it's time for him to be the horse make history as our friend magic would say it's time for him to make history here and win a grade one does this not have his name written all over it like there is no oh. excuse to lose this race right i mean it's eight horses he's shown he can win from the front he can stock he can come from the back so pace isn't going to be a thing that that's an excuse he he has to like if he doesn't win this race hell yes ness is a better horse than him right i mean and like i just said epicenter the ball's in his court if he goes out and he wins this certainly you know you, you're gonna look at that differently but he's had a lot of or he's, he's lost three times to horses that had no business losing to so we'll see oh lots of Oh, Kelby's on the show. Lots of excuses for him to lose, Kelby says. Oh, yeah, I'm not the number one excuse. Your horse. Uh, that's what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I uh, this definitely seems like it. I'll be honest. The way I looked at this race was like, okay, charge it. That's who I, and I saw a comment somewhere on here. Um, charge it was kind of the, the horse I really liked prior. Of course, he's out. And then go look even go further back. Artorius made his, and I was like, oh, okay. I like, I mean, I might look at him. And then the Jim Danny the next day, and I'm like, oh shit, Epicenter looks. Yeah. He looks good. And that was a prep for this one. So I just think it, he's gonna be really tough to beat. All right. Last thing we're gonna do here on this race. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of, you know, what, what are the guys? You know, the NBC guys, they they go through one, you know, they go a horse, then you give a comment, and then I'll go to the next horse. So I'm just gonna go back and forth from you. Slim, Cyberknife. Give me, give me your one, two lines about Cyberknife about how he can win this thing. I think he needs to be on the lead and hold, or be one, two with early voting is his best chance to win the race. If I see him up there, if they, it matters how fast they go, if they duel each other, then you're gonna see others come. But 
I think that's that's really the crux of the race, the Cyber Knife, as far as the pace. What, what's he gonna do? What's Flo gonna do? I gotta get Flo. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Flo on Twitter. Follow me at Saratoga Slim, and I'll make sure I get a Flo quote on my Twitter feed about what he's gonna do on Cyber Knife. He might just tell me to go, you know, f myself in French, his French accent, but we'll see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I did this on purpose so I could give Haltman Rich Strike, Rich Strike. What does he have to do to win? I mean, he's got to he's got to stick on the rail like he did in the Derby, and the, he's a one-dimensional horse. So you just stick on the rail and you you try to make that move up the rail, and hopefully a few of them come back to you. I mean, you know the blueprint for Rich Strike. You know what he has to do. It's just a matter of you know can he replicate that Kentucky Derby uh, race? Slim. That's so you got you got eyes watching, you got ears listening. Ain't life grand. I think he needs to be pretty close to the pace, ain't life grand. I asked Kelly Von Hemel where he should be earlier in the race, and he says he's versatile. So I think talking to Kelly and Kelby about how this is a slow pace, I think you want to be in third or fourth, and I think ain't life grand could be there. I think someone was calling him a closer just because he closed in his last two races. Well, not really. It was more of a closing in the sweeping move he had in the Iowa Derby that everyone is imprinted in his head. But I think he has the earlier speed to get there and, and be in that third or fourth spot and win from there if the top two duel each other. He certainly looks like a horse that will like going a mile and a quarter. Haltzman, <laughs> Gilded Age. Let's hear this one. <laughs> yeah, you're giving me some good ones here. Um, <laughs> hey, you, you'll have Epicenter coming up. Don't worry. Look, he's the same thing, right? He, he just has to drop back. He's very one-dimensional, and he's going to have to hope that they come back to him a little bit, right? I mean, uh, he, he's just not fast enough on paper. I, I can't see another way for him to do it. Drop back, make one run, hope for a pace meltdown, and hopefully he, he, he really improves in, in this spot. He's going to need a big improvement. You know, yeah. he's uh, he's the long shot of the, the longest price on the board in the morning line, 30 to 1. All right, Slim, Atorius. I know you love this horse. I'm so happy I got this horse. This is my pick to win the 153rd running of the Travis Artorius, even though I did say this morning that uh, Ain't Life Grand is my pick, but that's my home rooting for. I'm rooting for Ain't <laughs> Life Grand, all right? So you just Artorius, did that because you're, so you're I'm afraid to get beat, by, get beat up by Kelby. I'm playing a notorious epicenter ain't life grand box because if that's the try and ain't life grand is on top, I better have that box for at least 10 bucks. So, <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking, but yeah, I mean, notorious, he has to have that move that he had in the curling on the turn. He cuts that corner and he's four lengths in front of the field. That is a devastating move. If he could sit in that third and fourth spot behind cyber knife and early voting and get the jump somehow on epicenter even if epicenter gets a jump on him can he track him down i think that's really where it's going to come down to is artorius and epicenter dueling it out in the end and i think artorius is going to get the better of it but that's sort of my exact box that i'm looking to play epicenter and artorius slim playing the son of arrogate you know people that are longtime listeners you know slim came on the podcast and gave the pick he was on the podcast because I was uh, having a little boy, and uh, he came on the podcast and gave Arrogate, the father of this horse, to win the Travers. I think he was eleven to one, ten to one, eleven somewhere, to one, right? yeah. eleven to one. 
So I wish huge... I could get that odds on him on Artorias. Oh. He won't get it, but maybe float up five to one will be fine. Nine to two, I thought it was a little low for him. I was hoping five six. Maybe he'll jump up. You know, that rich strike money's gonna come flowing in, hopefully. Ten to one there. Hopefully that comes down a little bit. If Artorias sneaks up his price, him and Zybernar for the two horses I'm watching on the price, if they could somehow float up a little bit, I'd be more interested in playing them. I think 92 is fair, though, on Artorias based off that curling effort. All right, the favorite. I gave it to you, Halterman. Epicenter, how can he win? Well, I mean, Slim mentions that our it, it might come down to a duel between Artorias and Epicenter. And, and quite frankly, Slim, I respect the pick a ton, and I think it makes sense. But Epicenter, there's really no excuse for him to lose to this horse. There's just not. Uh, he's been a better horse throughout. I mean, in Artorias, maybe I'll eat my words if he makes that huge step. But listen, the path for Epicenter, he has several paths where he can win. And that's the difference between him and a lot of these other horses. He can conceivably set the pace in this race and get take him gate to wire. He's done that before in big races. If early voting doesn't break very well, Epicenter could get in front. If Epicenter wants to stock, he's won big races doing that. He's come from last, last time out over this track and won big races. He's the he's the horse that has the easiest path to victory. There's there's no debating it. He just has to go do it in a big time race, right? And listen, the gym to us, to the guys on this chat, even maybe. Jim Dandy, the Louisiana Derby, Risen Star, those are big races. But to the to the general public and to the masses, the Derby, the Preakness, that's what they remember. They're going to remember the Travers, too. He's got to step up and get the job done. But his path to victory is whatever he chooses to do. He just has to fire his best race. He should win. Slim, where will, uh, in your opinion, they, they, they round the ter- first turn, they get to the backstretch, Where's Epicenter? Where's where's Rosario got him positioned? Everyone's going to be looking for that third and fourth spot. So I think he's going to have to tuck in. He might have to tuck in into the fourth or fifth spot behind Cyberknife and Ain't Life Grand possibly. So maybe it'll be third or fourth at that point, you know, as early voting. I mean, the key thing is, will he just let early voting clear off him? He probably will. And I guess I go next with early voting. <laughs> yeah, round it in. Give, give oh, yeah, I'll just vote. keep on going with early voting, saying the way that he wins is probably get to wire. If he just gets a slow pace and no one presses him and he gets away with it, he can do it. You know, Jose Ortiz is great on the front end. And some people are saying that early voting needs a target just because he won that way in the Preakness off cheap speed. There's no real cheap speed in this race. So... He's just going to get out on the lead and see how far they take him. But Cyberknife Cyber might keep him company is what I'm thinking. Someone has to go with him. They just can't let him go by himself. And Cyberknife was going crazy fast. I mean, his one loss is in the Kentucky Derby, right? Cyberknife, not to go back to him, but just if you're talking about early voting winning, it has to have Cyberknife not going with him. But Cyberknife was part of that first group that, was going or you know behind that first group that was going cr- wicked fast in the Kentucky Derby. So we know that Cyberknife can mix it up if needed early, but early voting. There's no fraud in the results if early voting wins. <laughs> hey, by the way, people that are going to the track um or going to be following us on Twitter, which I highly recommend at race underscore dudes or at Saratoga Slim. 
I haven't, I think we might be seeing a special guest. Just saying, might throw that out there. All right. Uh, <laughs> Alterman, Zandon. Well, look, Zandon's a horse I've loved uh, ever since uh, the, the Rimson, honestly. And uh, he, he probably should have been moved up to first that day, but even when he wasn't, it was, he was beaten by Mo Donegal. So it's not like that was a bad loss. Knocked the rest off the risen star, won the bluegrass, thought he was coming in the Derby. Uh, well, big time problem. Absolutely zero zilch. Absolutely none, not any excuse at all to lose the Derby or the Jim Dandy. Zero, none. He hung both times. I don't know how he can turn the tables. Epicenter doesn't run well. I, I, maybe he can win if Epicenter doesn't fire. I just don't think he's quite good enough to win one of these big time races. Uh, and, and that pains me because I think he's gorgeous. I, I think he has a ton of talent. He just can't finish the deal. I have a tough time taking him at this five to one price. He usually gets bet down. I think he's going to be too short of the odds to bet. If, if you could get him at like eight to one, I would take another swing at him. I'm just afraid he's going to get bet down. His path to victory, I mean, he, he's another one. He's not a very versatile horse. Drop back, make a run. I don't know if he can pass them all. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's a hanger. He, and, you know, yeah. the, the race that people go back to is bluegrass. And let's be honest, it was a great, it was a nice performance, but he he beat a horse that's MIA and smile happy and a turf horse in a manual. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 I think it looked better than it will it, in terms of because he doesn't have that kick when it comes to these big horses. He has no excuse in the last two. Um, I think the horse out of this whole field that you can trust the most, it's no, no shock, is Epicenter. He brings it every time. It's just a matter of can he get the job done and finally break through? We'll See, find I, out, right? I think you can trust Zandon too, but I don't, you can't trust him to win. But if you want to like key a horse in, in second or maybe third, second for sure. Or second, maybe third for sure. I think Zanon is that horse, right? If you just want to keep him in those underneath spots, he he shows up, right? So, yeah, I mean, since since the debut for Epicenter, he's he's never been worse than second. You know, he finished sixth in his debut back in September of last year. But since then, I mean, this horse has been in every race, right? The Comp, the Risen Star, Louisiana Derby, Derby, Preakness, Jim Dandy, first or second in all of them, and, and so this is a it's like you get to the top of the stretch, you know, and, and you and I kind of, when we were going through the Kentucky Derby, we, that's one of the reasons we, you know, epicenter was made a lot of sense. You're like, he's not going to, he's not going to embarrass you. Yeah. You know, he, he'll give you a run and he did, right. He, he did everything, but win the damn thing. And so it's just like, can he finally do it? Can he finally break through? Can he get to grade one? Can he solidify himself as a top three-year-old, uh this year we'll find out final thoughts of the travers before we get in the undercard guys go ahead slim artorius arrogate part two that's what i think is my pick and i'm gonna box him with epicenter because i think epicenter could beat him and in third i'm throwing in a bunch of horses ain't life grand is gonna get a heavy ticket and i'm also gonna box him because if ain't life grand wins i better be rolling out of there with a g <laughs> um i love it uh i i put epicenter on top i just feel like more than ever it's now or never and if that horse that i saw in person the jim danny shows up i i, I you know remember i watched artorias the day before i watched epicenter 
Epicenter just felt a little bit better to me. I think he's going to be awful tough. He fires. I think he's going to win. Put him on top. I think early voting bounces back and runs a lot better race. I think he's going to hang on for a long time. Guess what? I'm going Cyberknife third. And I, hey, let's throw in the Iowa bread. Ain't life grand in fourth. Let's let's do it. You know, I, I think the big key with Ain't Life Grand, he's a little bit different uh, from some of other uh, Kelly's other horses that were that were decent uh, and made big runs at the end. He has tactical speed and he can still finish the race. And I think that's big. And he's going to need it here. You don't really want uh, one coming from last. I think Ain't Life Grand can sit fifth and, and make a run. So. Maybe they get up and hit the super. I, I, I listen. I'm uh, I'm very much on on the same page. As, I think with Slim here. I he's on Artorias. I'm I'm Epicenter on top, but I, I like both of them. I, I think it's very close. I I love Artorias. I really wanted to pick him. I think you. I'd like five, six, and seven. You know, in a try box of some sort. Maybe throw in the two or in the three. You know, eight life grand and and in and. and just for for rooting interest plus the thing will blow up right if he gets because I don't think he's without question to hit the board or maybe finish fourth um, if you're playing a super or something like that. So am I going to use eight left grand? No offense, Kelby. Am I going to use him? My pick four and pick five? No, but mm-hmm. I will be using him in my exotics and everything underneath because if he gets up there, you know, if Artorias wins slim and eight life grand finishes second or th- <laughs> if, they, if it's early voting and uh, and he finishes third, I mean that's a huge that's a massive try. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he ain't like Grand hits this try, I will be very happy because I'm sure I'll have it. <laughs> I might have to yeah. key him. Now I might have to key all, <laughs> <laughs> all, all in life Grand. No, I won't be doing that. I mean, I if if Otorius and Epicenter are in there with him, and I'm also using early voting, I I guess I'll make sure I, I keep a look on him uh, in the paddock early voting and see how he's doing. I think that's in one horse that the three of us will be following around and Chad Brown will probably want to kill me. <laughs> what's what's new, right? Uh, he'll want to he'll choke you out. All right, so there are your final thoughts on the 2022 Travers. Uh, my boy, Saratoga Slim, is on Artorias on top. Myself and Halterman have Epicenter. Nice. <laughs> you better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right, time for the lock it up segment presented by our inside track to the Trapper Stakes Wagering Guide. That bad boy is in the final stages. It'll be ready. It'll be ready and released tomorrow, Friday or Thursday. Um, the inside track will cover. All analysis from everyone in this podcast. We will have. I'm just seeing the the, the sign on the behind Slim there. I just I just read it. That's great. Uh, <laughs> I've been so focused on your face. Sorry. Um, Beautiful face. <laughs> the Sarah, it'll, it'll pick four or top four analysis. I'm I'm, I'm sidetracked from all the handicappers or racing dudes, including Saratoga Slim. Uh, the bankroll article will be back with me and Halterman. We'll be giving our picks and how exactly how we're going to play all these stakes analysis of all the stakes from Halterman. Um, it's, it's, it's insane. It's one of the best guys we do every year. It will be available soon. If you are a subscriber, you get it for free. So stay tuned for that. And what we're going to do here is it's, it's the lock it up segment. So obviously, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great card. Lots of heavy, you know, he, you know, short prices, big time horses in this. So we're going to go through and give our horse. Who's the horse that we just don't think can lose in the horse that you want to run any of your pick fours and pick fives, things like that through, and you're going to go thin here because you don't think this horse can lose. We all agree Jackie's Warrior ain't losing. 
right? Jackie's Warrior ain't losing. I think we all three can agree that he's going to have to fall down to lose in the forego. So we, we, we're, we're assuming that we're all there on that. So Jackie's Warrior is the end. But let's give another one. Who's your? Who else is your lock it up horse? And I'll start with start with our guest, Saratoga Slim. What you got? All right, I have to check the rain forecast. So start with Aaron. It's good. <laughs> There's no rain. Uh, although sat- Friday might be might, but go ahead, Alterman. That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll I'll take uh, I'll take technical analysis in the fourth race, the Boston Spa. Um, look. This horse last time out in the Diana faced much, much tougher horses than this. Uh, And it's like a dream pace for technical analysis. There's no speed in the race. It's a five-horse field. Um, I just don't know who's going to go with this horse early. And she really showed something last time. She was not on the pace. She was not on the lead. And she closed to finish second in the Diana. So even if something happens and she doesn't get the lead, she did show a little bit of versatility. But I think overall, though, she she gets out in front. And I, I don't know that they are going to be able to catch her. Um, her biggest challengers are the stable mates. And I just think she's got a pace advantage over them. So technical analysis for me. Uh, I agree with your analysis as well. Uh, technical analysis. That just seems... It- you know, a bunch of Chad Browns in there. I think Lamista is the only other horse, like one I was kind of interested in. Um, but technical analysis seems to be, have a pace advantage. And I think honestly, he's the best horse uh, in the race. So yeah, I'm with you on technical analysis. Slim, do you like technical analysis as well? Yeah, I, I have technical analysis on top. Fluffy socks. I love fluffy <laughs> socks. I mean, fluffy socks is a long story about a young boy who dreamed of being a hedge fund manager and would breed a horse one day from his first grade one winner that boy is sock human the fluffy <laughs> socks is that story of a, a boy coming up in the game and oh, mating geez. slumber <laughs> shaking his head at me Aaron's telling me to stop so anyway <laughs> just so I think I like, I like the fluffy socks nah I- Okay, so. okay, 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 okay. Who's your pick then? Give us your pick. My pick is Broom as the lock of the day. In the toughest wow. race of the day, I'm going to lock it up in the Sword Dancer. I love Broom. Broom has been talked about as one of the top eating horses for a while. So when I saw this horse come over here, second last year in the Breeders' Cup class, oh, sorry, Breeders' Cup turf uh, behind your beer. I feel that Aiden has brought horses over here. I'm sorry, that Joseph O'Brien. I have a conspiracy theory about this whole Joseph O'Brien six horses coming. They had the stalls. They're getting an operation going. And I feel like they're going to start bringing more horses. This is a spot that they've been looking at for broom. And Aiden, Ryan Moore have neither, neither one of them. Have ever won a race at Saratoga? How crazy is that? I read that today in the Naira Press. They've never, they've never won one. Neither one of them has ever won a race at Saratoga Racetrack, wow. and I feel like this whole thing with Joseph bringing horses over for the first time and getting stalls is for them to rotate these horses in. Big Invasion in that race, they rode a horse over Joseph O'Brien. They got second in that race. They had a nice exacta. I loved it because I played that Joseph O'Brien angle 
and I feel like something's up here. Ryan Moore coming in for just this one mount, and I feel like the pace is going to be good. Uh, what happened in the Manhattan was a disaster when Tribuvan, Tribuvan, when Tribuvan set the pace and Channel Maker missed the break. And I'm telling you, I blame it on DJ Paulie D. I was standing right at the winter, at the <laughs> starting gate. And they were pumping house music during the break. And Channel Maker is on the outside gate. They were pumping this house music. I'm sure Channel Maker was pumping fists, doing fist pumps to DJ Paulie D. Mr. Break changed the whole complexion of Manhattan. Tribuvan wires. It's not going to happen this time. Channel Maker is going to press them. And then all, all of a sudden, Linda Rice has a horse, Cold Hard Cash, that also has early speed. So I feel like the speed is going to be on. Tribuvant ain't a goddamn. If Tribuvant, I I've only smoked two. I've quit smoking cigarettes. I only smoked two cigarettes the whole year, and one of them was when Tribuvant wired in Manhattan. I lost like hundreds of dollars. I was so angry. So if that happens in Sword Dancer, you guys are gonna put me on shot watch or something. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be drowning my sorrow somewhere because I will have Tribuvant on a backup ticket this time, but I will be playing broom hard single in him and you got to be you got to be in this game i've learned you have to be contradictory what what's the word oh my god i'm looking for a word but contradictory oh my lord someone help me you have to be contrarian sometimes so we opened up the show talking about going seven deep in here. And I may have a ticket with the seven deep here because I do like seven horses. I also really like Soldier Rising here. So I'm hitting the hard broom, Soldier Rising. Boom. And I'm going to try to get broom home here. I I mean, I, I have the horse picked second. so And I definitely think the horse could go come in here and just look, just be better than the rest of these. Um, wouldn't be that hard to do, I don't think. But... I, Halterman, I, I, I just this is a tough race to go as a best bet. I, I wish you luck, but I, 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 it's a tough one, man. I like Broom. Broom should win. This crop of uh, turf, older turf horses, has not been stellar this year. Um, but yeah, you do kind of worry about the European invaders. How they're going to handle the track? Blah blah blah. That's kind of the, the thing that you worry about a bit here. I'll probably go a little deeper uh, than just a, you know, a single here. Uh, try to get something home. Um, you know, I kind of, believe it or not, like Rock Emperor hasn't been bad. Gufo. I mean, I don't know. It could get a little bit tricky, I think, in this spot. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big Ad Hymo fan. Is that how you say it? Um, Ad Hymo getting better um i don't know how the horse lo- i know how the horse lost in Manhattan because tri- tri- got it uh in the united nations he looked much better uh this horse seems to be kind of going the right direction uh and you know i'm not, i don't know i can't i couldn't get pulled the trigger with mere mission but something about that horse is interesting in this race i, I think that horse didn't get much of a run forbidden apple because yeah, that horse running a lot better here i don't know about winning but underneath i like um to maybe spice things up i like soldier rising too slim um all right my turn this you guys left me basically two two choices <laughs> here and i i don't even i can't even hardly believe i'm about to do it but i'm i'm doing latruska huh. 
I think Latrusa is going to go gate to wire. I just, I, I think she's hit or miss, right? I think we know that by now. Here's the thing: I, I may be, uh, be alone here. I think, I think Con is it Conager? Is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Conager. Mm-hmm. I think that horse is going to give Jack Christopher some problems. I don't know if the horse does enough to win, but I think that horse is going to create enough problems with Jack Christopher. So I'm I'm nervous for Jack Christopher. He should win. I'm nervous. Latruska, nothing. She doesn't do have to do anything. She just has to go to the lead and and, and not be shitty. Which she's capable. She runs huge or she runs off the board by a mile. I think Latruska, uh, she's dangerous. And I, I'm guessing by your reaction, Halterman, we're going to have some issues on our on our bankroll now well no i don't think so not too bad but uh, here's my i mean my my uh i think she can win okay short field it seems like she get the lead i guess my question is search results is in the race that's who cost her the race at belmont are you concerned that she could cost her the race again i mean i think that that race definitely concerns you although i, I will say this i just I think Latruska is kind of her own worst enemy a little bit too. Sometimes I don't know that it's necessarily um, a one horse. I just think sometimes she just completely quits and, and doesn't really want to run. Yeah, you know, she likes Saratoga. I think that's huge. She likes going this long, um, the mile and eighth distance. I, I my hope is going this long. She's just able to just outlast them and go faster than many. You know, I think they probably learned something with that that day as well. Like. You know, don't don't fuck around with search results. Just go, just go. Don't mess around with her. I just think off the bench, she'll be ready to fire. She, hey, she ain't gonna do it now. She's never gonna do it. I think. And by the way, totally against Malathot. I'm sick of this horse, Clarier. I'm I'm nervous that Clarier will get the pace set up. Surely, I think the rug's gonna be pulled out from underneath her at some point, right? Um, and so, and search results doesn't want to go this far. And Latruska is capable of running massive races in a big. So I, 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 I just think she, I just think she goes and and they try to catch her. I think it's one of two horses that can win. I think Latruska cruises and wins, or I think Search Results presses her again and and Clarier wins. Yeah, right? yeah, that that yeah, I have Clarier second, and yeah, um, and by the way, I don't know if you've like you're getting. I think it I think she's like three to one, which I don't mm-hmm. know if you get that, but come on i mean so we'll see um what that she actually goes off at but she's a clear standout from the pace standpoint i don't care what search results did uh two back yeah no i i don't i don't hate it i don't hate it i just i'm i am worried i am worried about that pace because we know there isn't like any kind of stalking the pace with her right like so if she gets pressed she is in trouble uh but i get it i i think she's gonna bounce back and fire a big race uh it's just Will she get pressured or not? I'm not quite sure on that one. Uh, we'll see. She, I, you, I think with her though, just to, to make it clear, like if you are playing, don't don't waste your money boxing with her. You play her on top, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's either wins or she's finishing. She'll finish last. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. Like yeah. for real. I don't see her finishing second for sure. For sure. Can I can I dispose one myth before we get off the show? Please. A fast pace is not going to bother Jack Christopher. Like I saw a couple people say, yeah, he's gonna, it's going to get going to get hot up front. You know, that's not going to bother him because 
even though I think people get the get the wrong idea about him, and they're like, ah, oh, he's he's all speed. He's never been ahead at the half mile pole at any of his races. They always put him in second and and, and give him a target. His target is going to be running faster. It will probably be a little bit further ahead of him. But Jack Christopher is not really going to be a victim of the pace. It's just going to be, does Conager, the one horse, get too far ahead and maybe he just can't make up the links on him? He doesn't come back to him, so to speak. Yeah, you know, and that, and I think another fear for me with him was just, you know, coming off of the, the Haskell try, now he's and again he's cutting back, but you know he ran his ass off in the Haskell and just just got tired, you know. And so what's that look like coming back? You know, can he get back to that kind of grade one kind of speed that you know or, or finish you know the way he's been winning? Uh, can he get back to that? We'll see. And I'm with you. You know, with with Conager going out there, it's like he starts to try to you try to get to him, and he's like, oh man, like this one this is going to be tougher. And then does that soften them both up for? you know, accredited or good night. You know, good night's got a ton of heart. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like okay, good night. Well, the show is over now. So night. hello. How are you? Hello. We're not Kappa here. Okay. We're not Kappa. We're not, we're not Kappa very, very angry. That I'm not the main thing, and we have to look at Jared's face. Oh, damn. I'm not. <laughs> I'm very angry that you do not invite me back after I had Exacto Box in Belmont Stakes Nest in Modano Girl. <laughs> so, yeah, people are wondering are you a fan of Chad Brown? I have shorts of uh, camouflage, <laughs> pink floor t shirt. Shoes to enter. <laughs> well, I, I think the people want to know will you be live and on the track at Travers Day? Chad Borat is here, yes. I will be here for, for only race, uh, two races. I won't be there because I have to get back to Kazakhstan. But I will be there for the Boston Spa and the Forgo. <laughs> Well, I think that people need to know who do you like in the forego? Jackie Warrior, she nah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, while we have you, um, since you won't be around for the big race, well, who do you like in the Travers? Have you looked at it yet? Oh, I, I have a lot to say about Traver. I hope early voting gets on the lead. For Chad Brown, and he doesn't get strangled. <laughs> but this is not a joke about Chad oh. Brown. Man should never put hand on woman. Never. Never put hand on woman. No, no, no. Never. That's why you have to lock your woman in her own cage. <laughs> I will tell I will tell Chad Brown this. In Kazakhstan, it's totally okay to have two women. Have two women is fine. No? You just need to have two separate cages. <laughs> well. Extra sexy time. Wow, wow, we were nice. 
Hey, Thomas has a question. I think it, I think it's a good one to ask you specifically. Do you give the women the keys to the cage in your case? This is why I'm so confused about the whole Chad Brown thing. I don't know why Chad Brown give her give a key to his house to a woman. That's like giving her the key to her own cage. <laughs> Yep, this has been the great run, Halterman, for Blinkers Off. But uh, I believe this might be the last episode. Chad Brown, he know how to train horse, but he needs to train woman. Uh, He can get a lot of help from Barat Kappa. So are you going to try to reach out to to, uh, Chad while you're back in the States? I would bet on his horse. Artorias is my bet for the travel. So you're still a fan of Chad? Of course, I make money with Chad Brown. Uh, (laughs) Okay. I have, I have, how can I bet Trevor Carr without Chad Brown? Um, So I will be at Trevor and I will hope Chad Brown or his horses run good so I could win bets. Nice. (laughs) Um, Wow. I heard that, uh, I heard that a rumor that Steve Aspison did not remember seeing you last year. What? Yeah, I I, I saw a video where the Saratoga uh, Slim, I guess, asked it, and he said he didn't remember you. I love Chad Brown, but I love Steve Asmussen more. That hurts my feelings. It rips my heart out of my Pink Floyd T-shirt. <laughs> oh, man. You know I what? Can't, I can't. I need to. Steve did not remember me. <laughs> I need to sign off. Bye for now. See you, Trava. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> wow. Well, we we gave it a good run, Halterman. Well, we did. I, I didn't think he was going to go with the uh, cage uh, for his women, but uh, he did. He did go there. Yeah. Then he went there and completely. Uh... What happened? Oh. <laughs> well, you missed a great you missed a great segment, and uh, we basically we basically threw the keys in to our show. Yeah. Oh, we went down from like 150 viewers down to 132. So I guess the Barack Happer uh, segment <laughs> knocked off 19 people. I, I think it was the women locked in cage port. I think that was. I think that may have done it. <laughs> Can I can I mention that Kevin Kevin says that he can't picture Slim married with kids when he does this stuff. <laughs> oh God, I haven't looked at the comments. Oh geez. I, I, I'll just confirm he has two beautiful children, a beautiful wife. He lives a normal life, believe it or not. Got a great job too. <laughs> you know they say you never know what someone's doing in their basement, and <laughs> we know what this guy's doing. And he's got he's dressed up as Brett Capper. So I do have some very big news that I'm going to announce for the uh, the Racing Dudes website as people keep on clicking offline. But I will have a <laughs> NFL player props product coming to the Racing Dudes website. I'm very excited about it. My whole life, I've always loved horse racing, but above everything, NFL prop picks. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what you've always done that's what i've always done more <laughs> you, you think i know a lot about horse racing i know a lot more about nfl so <laughs> yeah yeah how is the wife is she is she locked up or 
I told them on on I'm online with the dudes tonight, so she left me alone. <laughs> but she does want to see you guys when you come to town. So, well, sure. Will you let her out of the cage for that? Yes. Yes. Good. Okay. Great. Good. Good. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely see her. We'll see her. I promise. All right. That's it. That's it's wrapped this puppy up. Uh, this is all time. That's all the time we have. Check us out at racedudes.com, of course, for our free picks and our premium selections on our products page. Click the Get Racing News Premium button at the menu at racedudes.com to learn more. Remember to get your hands on our inside track to the 2022 Traverse Stakes Wager Guide. Uh, now available on the website at racedudes.com in the Handicapping Products page. Uh, you get that for free if you are a... <laughs> yeah, he's get, he's, you get that for free if uh, you're a premium subscriber or you can buy that individually as well if you don't know what about our premium is you just go to uh racedudes.com and uh, get some sample free samples on our products page as well racedudes.com we are your site destination site for all well nfl prop picks and for horse <laughs> racing picks uh now to all the major horse racing tra- tracks we're on twitter at racing underscore dudes uh at saratoga slim make sure you follow us both instagram and facebook you can find all episodes of blinkers off by visiting our podcast page or anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're on there and our YouTube page. So if you're if you're not aware of our YouTube page, you need to go there now. Just go to youtube.com slash racing dudes and search in racing dudes and find we have tons of Travers related videos, content. This uh, we'll have more. We'll have live streams on Saturday going. So you'll want to be, tune in for all the coverage we've got coming up and have for the Travers. Uh, I don't know what the Magic Mike show is doing tomorrow. It's not probably Saratoga. If, if magic if mike if you're still on here why don't you give us a uh little what you guys are doing tomorrow but uh final thoughts boys before i i'll see halterman tomorrow i'll see slim friday right will i see you friday oh definitely friday or tomorrow night we'll see what time you guys get well we'll talk more about our our plans <laughs> later. all right i will see you soon but first okay. before i do what are yes. your thoughts i do have some final thoughts i have uh donate to best I'm trying desperately to get stuff, and supposedly Elliot Walden of Windstar Farms is mailing me stuff to raffle off for best. So get your $25 raffle ticket in now for best. The backstretch workers help the backstretch workers. And in the second race on Saturday, Alexis Zorbra is running for Joseph O'Brien. I bet every I bet every Joseph O'Brien horse since he's come. <laughs> And he's stunk, but he's getting closer. He's getting closer. <laughs> this could be the breakthrough. And I'm there. I have not been there on the track to see any of Joseph's pl- horses run. Last time I was at a track when Joseph had a horse run, he he had a twenty to one shot. So I'm thinking I'm going to do it for Alexis Zorba or Zorba in the second. That's my pick of the day. That's my real lock of the day. <laughs> he's got to win sometime, right? Exactly. So that's my last thought. See you all at the track Friday and Saturday. Marla donated. There you go. Thanks, Marla. Yes, Marla did donate. She does have a raffle ticket. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the what's the I can what the um someone listening can you know the the strategy and put in like in blackjack when you and you lose and then you you double your bet, bet it again, then you bet it again, then you bet and it's like you'll never lose if you do it that no, it's uh is it roulette or blackjack? Roulette. You just keep double, keep doubling your bet until you eventually. Yeah. What's yeah. that called? I never tried that strategy. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what Slim. That's what Slim's doing with uh, with Joseph O'Brien oh. horses. 
I mean, I bet twenty dollars to win on a twenty to one shot. I won four hundred bucks, and I've lost about one hundred twenty. <laughs> bet twenty dollars, everyone who's freaking horses since he came to Saratoga. But anyway, his horse did get second to a big invasion in that last turf sprint, so that was good. But so yeah, maybe he has to break through. I don't know if Joseph is here on Saturday to help with Broom to saddle Alexis Zorba and then saddle Broom. Then we know it's on. Two O'Brien wins on the same card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Halterman. Final thoughts. Well, listen, it's it's my favorite racetrack, and it's the biggest race at my favorite racetrack, and going to be there with my favorite people, and I think we're going to have fun. So that's what I always tell people. We get rid of these big weekends. It's like, just go have a good time. That's what you guys get to do. That's what y- y'all are fans, right? So uh it's that's what it's that's what it's all about getting going to the track and if you're not going to the track playing at home and, and having a good time and yeah like kevin b hey listen uh i will be at the paddock bar there's no question about it so i'll be ready drink of choice is definitely the post i will be having the post at the paddock bar i expect big things how you know halterman you've been there a few times already this year you've yep. laid the groundwork for us i'll be there and i'll just kind of ride your coattails and hopefully get uh, the free drinks. Yeah. Okay. You, know, I, you know, you know, usually, you know, the Travers until last year was a race that we always, you know, never went to for, you know, for going to Saratoga for many years. And like you said, once we win, it's like, Oh damn, like you gotta mm-hmm. go to this now. You can't miss Travers day. And it's unbelievable. It lives up to the hype. Not many things do live up to the hype. Travers day lives up to the hype top to bottom. It's a great card. Just great to be at Saratoga. The weather looks phenomenal. Did you check the weather? Was it good? He confirmed when that when you live there. When I did check the weather, there is this is why I like Broom is because there is some rain on Friday and into Friday night. So uh, Aiden said in the Naira press notes that he likes that cut in the ground. So I really like him. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh yeah. So if you're gonna be there, hit us up. You gotta hit us up. Either go to our social media pages, email us whatever you do make sure you contact us and we'll, we'll we'll try to meet up maybe you can see spot borat capper uh i heard he's gonna be there i don't know if you know that slim but he's supposedly gonna be there for a few he did text or... that he will go to the race that has 60 percent you only attend races that have over 60 percent chad brown entries in <laughs> <laughs> one of his rules so the boston spot meets that criteria it's a weird and rule any horse to any race that Jackie Warrior, she nice is in, so he will also tend that race. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're not going to be there, make sure you tune into our content, racingnews.com, YouTube page. Go find all that. Until next time, it's been real, boys. Cannot wait to see your asses this weekend. Halterman, Slim, thank you. I'm Jared Welch. We will see you. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels, 
Never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes 